able to be used by him. Yes, thank Hallelujah. You. Hallelujah. For those that don't know me, because I know we have family here and friends. Um, since we're our first time saying, I thank our pastor, Tara Johnson. Yes. Yes. today and I thank God for for y'all being here thank you to just celebrate our, our baby girl amen but we first got to celebrate Jesus yes amen. Amen. he always got to come first y'all because nothing else matters if he don't come first amen. Today. amen 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 thank you Lord glory glory amen so as I come before you guys with this word I'm gonna drop it off and and I, and I hope I'm not before you wrong and I pray that you're able to grab hold of something that the Lord is trying to say on today. Yes, thank you, Amen. 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 As I was as I was thinking about this word and and um and my husband, for y'all that don't know, he he's on the sabbatical. Amen. Glory. Meaning that he's been he's been on go for for a whole bunch of years. How long have been married? 17 years. And he's been on the go for the Lord for 17 years. So when he told me he going on a sabbatical, meaning that me, myself, I have to run the service. Amen. And with the help of our teacher that's not here on today. Amen. But I'm like, every time he said the word sabbatical, I just felt like he was about to leave me all alone. Amen. So I had to remember that he's never he's never going to stop working for God. He just need a break for himself to sit with the Lord. Amen. 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 So as I began to think about this word, and then he talked about he going on a sabbatical, and then uh, my missionary slash goddaughter asked, can Ellen be christened on June the 4th? And then they looking at me saying, well, I'm on a sabbatical. So, so that, that's leading up to me. So I'm going full force in with this training, y'all. Amen. Amen. So God said that you don't have to be qualified when you go on. He'll equip you once you get there. Amen. Amen. So I've been doing this for a long time. But just being a pastor, amen. Glory. Amen. He said, I don't have to try to do what the Lord just say, do what I tell you to do. Amen. amen. So amen. those labels don't mean nothing to us over here. We just try to be serving for the Lord. Amen. But in saying all that, I just I just had to stay before And my husband all week just been saying, you've been different. Because usually I just be so animated and just be on the go and just be so excited. But... I've been a little bit like him <laughs> this week. Lord. I just been calm and peaceful because I need the Lord to just continue to take me higher in him. Yes. I need the Lord to always use me for his will and for his glory alone. Amen. I don't care about myself. I don't care about this flesh. All I care about is Jesus Christ on today. So as I say that, that is what I want to, to, to give to y'all. That is one of what I want to share with y'all. Is that Jesus Christ is all I care about today. And all of this is going to tie in with this little Christian, y'all, as I get to the end of my word. It's going to all tie in to this special baby that's, that's sitting before us. So, as I, and it's crazy what God gave me a download in. <laughs> and when I think about the word download, oh, Mama Hunter, you don't believe, I think about you. Because <laughs> your, your daughter always be telling me when your, my mom got a download. Of, I'm going to be talking about this. So anytime I think about download, I always think about you. Amen. But when I think about the word, 
So when I got this word, I was in a, in a, in a crazy, I don't say a crazy spot, but we was at a funeral. <laughs> and my husband was doing, doing a funeral for his friend. And as I was sitting out in the congregation, in the audience, and I was listening to the word God began to speak to me with this one little word, and he said, yellow light. I'm like, okay, yellow light, amen. So as I began to think about that yellow light, and that's what I've been paying attention to all week, that's the yellow light. And I've been thinking about all my life, that yellow light. And I think about how we get to a yellow light, and instead of slowing down and stopping, we try to rush through it. We think that's okay. But that's not the law says. Law says that during the yellow light, you're supposed to slow down and actually stop. Not try to beat the yellow light, because I know for me, sometimes I'll be like, yes, I made it. So you get through that yellow light, and even if you hear a whoop whoop behind you, you ran that light. Honestly, you ran that light. So when I thought about that, type, that word, yellow light, so we know. You know about that red light, that's just this common sense. We know that red can stop. That red light can just automatically stop. You know for sure if you run through that light, you're gonna be something you're looking around and make sure nobody saw you. That's true. Amen. But you know that that red light means stop. And we know that that green light means go. So that's just natural. We know that. But it's something about that yellow light that, that leaves that little gray area for you. It's something about that yellow light. But just like I said, the yellow light actually means Slow down. Slow down. So as I was thinking about that word and, and thinking about the Lord over my life, because I'm so, this is me. I'm just, and I know a lot of y'all can relate to me. I'm just go, I'm just go, I just do. And I just walk by faith. I, just, I have a gift of faith. I know God's going to work it out. Whatever He's going to do, He's going to work it out. But God is telling us something today because He spoke to me first. He said, slow down. Amen. 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 Yellow light means to slow down and stop. Not to just speed up and rush through. Because a lot of times we just try to speed up stuff. We try to speed up our life. We try to speed up this job. We try to speed up our relationship. We try to make people into our any relationship. We try to make it into something that it may not supposed to be. So God on today is just saying, just slow down on today. Just slow down. Don't rush through it. But when we rush through things, this is careless. It's reckless. And it's arrogant. All this don't tie in. It's careless, it's reckless, and it's arrogant. For a true yellow light person, now if y'all want to be a true yellow light person, a true and absolute yellow light person is cautious. Amen. I'm gonna need, so I'm gonna need y'all when I, and I thought about this 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 word because now y'all gonna look at the yellow lights different because I've been looking at, at these traffic lights kind of different in my life. So that a true yellow light person is cautious, which will produce wisdom. Amen. You're able to respond and turn away from evil. You're able to respond. You know why you're able to respond? Because you take the time to slow down and actually look at what's happening. Because a lot of times we rush through things, and when we rush through things, those consequences come along the way. Amen. And then we got the back, back a doodle, as my, my old pastor used to say. We got the back, back a doodle, and then try to fix the problem that if we just would have slowed down, it would have been handled in the first place. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to read for you from Proverbs 14, um, the 15th to the 16th verse. This is the Good News Translation. 
Proverbs 14, starting at the 15th verse. And it says, A fool will believe anything. I need y'all, God's making it plain, y'all. This ain't me talking. I need y'all to know this is coming from the Word of God. A fool will believe anything. Smart people watch their step. Sensible people are careful to stay out of trouble. But stupid people are careless and act too quickly. So y'all know y'all hate when folks call y'all stupid, right? Yes, yes, yes. So God is saying on today, stupid people, basically saying that wise man is cautious and turns away from evil. But a fool is arrogant and careless. That's basically what that is saying. So a lot of y'all can be seated. So a wise man is cautious and a fool is arrogant and careless. Arrogant and careless. So a lot of times, and and I think of it, it's personal. I didn't tell y'all that we have a little, little series when it's back or when it's serious. I'm going to a series. It is personal. <laughs> Amen. So what I'm telling y'all is personal. A lot of times we don't want to make it personal. We try to cover up and say, man, it ain't no fool. I ain't stupid. That's not me. But, but God is saying, I need you to make this personal home today. Because I was arrogant. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did some things that may have been, I may have done some things last week that I was careless with. Yeah, that's being a fool, y'all. So the word of God is the word that teaches us and gives us direction and say, you don't have to be this way. Amen. But first, you got to make it personal. Because in order to fix us, we got to first admit it out loud and say, yes, I've, I've done it. Yes, it hurt to say that I was stupid. But yes, I was stupid. I was slam stupid when I was in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Amen. That, that part. Amen. I, mean, I, was, I was so stupid when I let these people do this to me on my dog. Make me out to be this person that I know I'm not. Make me be out of care. I, that was foolishness. Amen. Amen. So, it's your choice to slow down or speed up. Because God gave us a choice, y'all. But on today, I'm asking y'all to make it personal. So it's your choice to slow down or speed up. So let me explain the difference. Throughout life, many are told told to follow your heart, right? (laughs) That makes me giggle every time somebody says, do what your heart says. Do what your heart says, do. And I giggle to myself because... Throughout life, many are told to follow their heart. This is how we can do what follow your heart, but but how can we do that when the heart is deceitful? And in constant, I need y'all to hear this. The heart is deceitful and it is in constant rebellion against God. Did y'all know that? If y'all didn't, I'm telling y'all that I'm telling you that I'm giving you give you some facts on today. That the heart is in constant rebellion against God because the heart is fleshy. It's carnal, like it's carnal. The heart is something that try to make you do something opposite to what the spirit is trying to make you do. Glory, glory. So when when we say God transform my heart, that means that you are asking that you are relying completely on God to tell you and instruct you on what to do. Yes. So you are relying on God's heart and not your own. Because when that abides on the inside of you, then you can trust it because you're leaning on your spirit. 
and not that that heart, because that heart is in constant battle. Yes. Amen. Yes. So this yellow light represents our life, and it represents us. It represents our life, and it represents us. This is why it is important to be cautious. This is why it is it's so important to slow down. Our heart is fleshy, and in order to keep going, we have to proceed with caution because within us, we are naturally selfish. Amen. Let me say that within us, we are naturally selfish. Amen. 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 And it made me think about uh, my husband, who we went out of town for our anniversary slash my birthday um, this past week. And, and we was at my niece's house yesterday. <laughs> And my husband, when he ready to go, he just ready to go. Like, he started pacing. You know, when men ready to do something different, they just ready to go. Like, it ain't, they gonna leave you. <laughs> but but I, I hadn't seen my niece in a while, so, you know, I was sitting, and he was he was like, he, when we got in the car, he was talking, he was like, I Because <laughs> he was looking at, we, we were planning on leaving at 4, and I think we didn't leave at like 5.30. So he was like, he got in the car and he just started talking. And he said, you know, I love our marriage, our relationship, because I did good. <laughs> because if I would have been ready to go, then you would have wanted what you wanted, and I want what I wanted. It's like we just want what we want. It ain't really that serious. He just wanted to go. And then I would say, well, I ain't ready to go. And then we're going to have this back and forth. But he just sat there and said, we did good. Because we're naturally selfish. We just naturally want what we want. Yes. Amen. 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 Glory. Amen. So we are naturally selfish and a wise. <laughs> we are naturally selfish. And a wise slash cautious person knows this. So when you admit it, you you being wise, y'all. Y'all so everybody said yes. <laughs> that was some wisdom, job. That was your wisdom showing because you have acknowledged and you understand that yes, we can be selfish. But what am I doing to 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 prevent that? To stop that? Just like how he said, he just he just he just sat there and just was patient. Amen. But a fool is arrogant and careless and thinks they don't they don't need anything to make a decision. Speeding up and running through that yellow light or running through life. So a careless person, like they don't they don't feel like they need direction, they don't feel like they need the word, they don't feel like God is important, they feel like their heart is good, that everything that they're doing, that the decision that they made about their family was good, but then you consult the Lord. Like everything that we do, we have to consult the Lord. Even though it may turn out like you may get that promotion, but God may have had another path for you during that specific season. Amen. But you just took a detour because that paycheck looked look good right now. Mm-hmm. But did God tell you to do that? Amen. That's the most important. So we must fear, and this was something that stuck out to me, we must fear making decisions and choices that may run contrary to God's word. We have, we have, when we, anytime we have to make an important decision, even if it's considering concerning your children, concerning your spouse, concerning your job, because when my, my pastor called you say she's even praying about what she won't eat that day. And I said, oh, she holy. <laughs> she realized she prayed about what she would eat today. 
So any decision that you make, amen, like we must have some kind of fear. We must have some kind of fear because we must, we, we should have this respect to make sure that God, am I doing it? Am I stepping the right way? Am I going the right way? Am I going in the right direction? This is why it is important to turn to the word for wisdom on what to do next. This is why it's important. So a lot of times, you know, our young folks, we learn this so late in life. But I'm asking if you learn this lot now, it'll prevent a whole lot of turmoil. Yes. It'll prevent a whole lot of struggles. Yes. If you learn to just open up this good old Bible, because everything, I promise you, everything that you need to know is in here, because it ain't nothing new on the sun. It ain't nothing new. So everything that you need to know is in here. Amen. Amen. It's personal, y'all. When it comes to that yellow light and identifying what type of person you are, you are, whether you are a wise person or a foolish person, that yellow light is so important. So every day, we have to humble ourselves and know that this flesh has to die daily and being better is a lifelong walk. Amen. So yes, some may fall. Amen. Yes, yeah, some may fall and make foolish decisions. Amen. 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 When we forget to stop and consider God's word. Amen. When we forget to stop and consider his word, we're going to make foolish decisions. <coughs> On today, I'm telling you to take each day personal. Being honest when you rush through that yellow light of life. Amen. Amen. Being honest when you rush through that yellow light. Being able to, to accept accountability over your life and say, yeah, I messed that up. You know why I messed it up? Because I didn't consult the Lord. Amen. That is why y'all have to always know that when stuff is wrong, it's because we were out of order. Amen. 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 So in order to get back in order and say, God, please forgive me. And I tell them, to my pastor, we had a, a series and we talked about manner. Today is enough, y'all. What God provides on today is enough. And, and I was thinking about that manner. Because when we try to take today's problems into tomorrow, it starts smelling spoiled. It starts being worse. Because manna is only supposed to be for today. What God gives is only supposed to be for today. And then lay your head down and rest, and then start all over again tomorrow. That God woke us up to start a new day. Whatever wrong I got, whatever right, wrong, right I got wrong on yesterday, <laughs> Amen. let me correct it today. Because I have to wake, that up, wake up and say that, Lord, if I did anything out of order yesterday, reveal it to me so that I can correct it on today. Yes. Amen. Amen. So it's personal, y'all. Amen. Every day, every day we have to humble ourselves. Being honest, being honest with ourselves. And also acknowledging when you stop and wait on God to tell you to respond. Mm. So also, say, say, God, say, when you acknowledge, when you stop, that's good. Give God the glory for it. So don't, don't only acknowledge when we do something wrong. Also acknowledge when you actually sit with the Lord because when you sit with him, I bet you it will produce some fruit. I bet you you touch somebody else's life. Because anytime you sit with the Lord, it trickles down. So somebody's going to come back to you and say, thank you for this. And you're not even going to realize you did. So anytime you stop and sit with the Lord, tell him thank you. For giving me the mindset to stop on today. So basically, pay attention to God. Don't be like the careless man who does not care about God or his will. 
This person makes his own path in their own way. Let me read this proverb to you. So to a careless man, this is what the proverb reads to him. Proverbs 3, 4, and 5 will read to them that is careless. It will say, trust in yourself and lean heavily on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge yourself and what you want. Forge your own path. Make what you want. Amen? Forge your own path and make what you want. But let me tell you what the word of God actually says. It says, if you do this, both God and people will be blessed, pleased with you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Never, that is an absolute, never rely on what you think you know. Remember the Lord in everything you do, and he will show you the right way. Never let yourself think that you are wiser than you are. Never let yourself think that you are wiser than you are. Who thought that they were wiser than they are? Satan. I need y'all to know that Satan thought that he was wiser than he was. And what happened with him? He got kicked out, right? <laughs> Simply obey the Lord and refuse to do wrong. That's what a cautious person will read. But a careless person will always put themselves in it because they're arrogant. They're all about selfness. All about what they want. Amen. So on today, I'm telling you, God is the light. He is the red light. He is the green light. Amen. And he is also the yellow light. Amen. So in order to know when to keep going or to completely stop and to slow down and stop, we have to rely on him and his word to avoid any danger or any collision in our lives. So you better absolutely be certain <laughs> when God has spoken and directed you out in these streets. <laughs> Y'all better be absolutely certain that God has spoken to you when we out here in these streets. And I thought about out here in these streets because these streets don't care nothing about you. That part, yeah. Hallelujah. I tell my kids that all the time. These streets will eat you up and spit you out because they don't care. Yes. So be absolutely certain out here. And you will be as a, if you're not absolutely certain, you will be as a fool driving without headlights mm-hmm. at night because you don't have the light. You see that condition? Mm-hmm. Amen. So God on today is the light. Amen. God on today is the light. Yes. Amen. I thank God for his word. Amen. Yeah, I give yeah. God a hand yeah. I don't thank God for the Amen. 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 So as we go into christening our beautiful baby, Ellen Nicole, that sermon was perfect, y'all. Amen. Because we have two parents that are cautious. They have listened to God's word. They have slowed down and say, God, I'm going to take this day and give my child back to you. Now, on this day, they also said, you know, I chose some godparents for this beautiful child. So this word was for these godparents, too. Because the purpose of a christening is is to literally, you're bringing, you're giving the child to the Lord, you're bringing them to the Lord. So as as we bring Ellie Nicole to the Lord, 
We are also bringing her godparents as well. Because the purpose of godparents is to be a spiritual help for this child. Because your wisdom ain't good enough. Amen. Amen. It got to be connected to God's wisdom. Yes, we've been through some stuff. Because I noticed that my my, my, my um, brother here, he took his time, and my, and my daughter, they took their time, and they got a godparent for the past, they got godparents for the present, and they got godparents for the future. They just got, got everything called cover. So, uh, and, I, and I asked them, you know, I talked to Brother Marcus, and, and he explained, you know, why they did it that way. Because I thought he was just going to have everybody to be godparents. He just wanted, he had Nicole just to be blessed, just to be covered. Because we know that it takes a tribe, it takes a community to raise up a child. Amen. So, um, past godparent, you know, you are there to, to instill in Ellen Nicole all of the wisdom that you've learned over the years. And the mistakes that you've done and what you've learned from them, the stories of your families and your friends, the connections of life, you are there to fill in those gaps for her. Amen. In our present, you know, you are here right now because I think they, they are a little younger, the present, I think. Amen. So they are here to cultivate her in the now, to tell her what's going on, what's relevant right now, to pour into her spiritually right now. Amen. And we have our future, the little youngest. <laughs> now, I know when I picked our godparent, we thought about the, the person, even though even though they're young, they gotta grow up. Mm-hmm. We pray that they get able to get older. You know, so our young ones, they're there to to be with to Ellie, to be with Ellie. I know Ethan is there to read to her. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. They're to nurture to care for her. To let her know that we are here, like as young people, we are here to have that connection with you. But they also got to be able to show Ellie the right way. Even though they're young, because she's looking at them. Especially when they're young. She's going to grow and she's going to be looking at Israel and Ethan and seeing what they're doing. And and because of the spirit that's in it, because we claim it, the spirit that's in this beautiful beautiful girl, she's going to recognize the difference. Amen. Amen. So at this time, we're going to have um, our godparents come up. Thank you.